right now on Truth Today. Thou shall not lie. Christians cannot submit to the trans insanity and delusion. We're going to be discussing King Charles and his demonic coronation and what that means for the globalist agenda. Also, an update on the tyranny in my birth country of Iran. That and much more right now on Truth Today. Well, thank you for joining us uh, this morning or this afternoon, depending on your time zone here on Truth Today. My name is Pastor Sharam Hadian, and I'm so grateful that you can be with us today and joining us and committed uh, to, to partner with us in, in speaking the truth in love. That's the mission and the purpose of our ministry. We are commanded from Ephesians chapter 4 to speak the truth in love. We do not compromise the truth in order to communicate God's love. And both are essential as Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, came in the fullness of truth and grace. So I want to thank you again. Uh, just before we get into our show, please visit our website. Uh, if you're not on our website right now watching this live, tilministry.com. TILministry.com is our website. Please subscribe to our email newsletter, check out all of our content, check out our events calendar. Also, if you're on our website, please make sure you go to our Rumble page, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, rumble.com slash Sharam Hadian, where we are also live streaming. And please make sure that you subscribe to that page because that's where we store our content. So if you subscribe, you'll get notifications and also please share the link with those who are like-minded. Uh, folks, people are hungry for the truth. They're just having a hard time finding the proper sources that are going to be truth tellers. We're committed to doing that here on this program and on this ministry. So again, I thank you for your faithfulness and being with us both on our platforms and uh, our website and on Rumble. Um, I will later tell you about our, our events calendar. We have a lot of events coming up over the next uh, six weeks or so, and I'll tell you about that a little bit later. But I want to get into the heart of our program today. Uh, and, and I titled this message today from an article that I had recently read. It is titled, Thou Shall Not Lie. Thou Shall Not Lie. Thou Shall Not Bear False Witness. We know that this is a command because it is part of the Ten Commandments of God. In the book of Exodus, when God decreed His Ten Commandments, these are the moral laws of God, despite what some pastors like Andy Stanley and others claim that, oh, we must unhitch from the Old Testament, we must unhitch from the Ten Commandments. We know that, no, we must abide by the moral laws of God. We're not talking about ceremonial or judicial, we're talking about the moral laws of God. And this is a commandment. And so this fits in into the uh, entire narrative of our culture today, particularly when we get into uh, what the Bible calls licentiousness. License to sin. License for immorality. License for self idolization, that we prop up the human nature, we prop up the flesh, we prop up the uh, secular humanism instead of 
submitting ourselves to our Creator, recognizing that we have a higher calling, a higher purpose, and recognizing that we serve a mighty, awesome, holy God, who, by the way, does not have any untruth in Him. God is perfect, and we are, of course, not. But this is still a moral command. Now, why am I bringing this up? Because this article, and and so I'm going to flip things around just a little bit today. I'm going to first share with you this article, and then we're going to go into some of our scriptures. So just bear with me here. Normally, we start in the Word of God, and we're always going to start in the Word of God. But I want to just share with you the heading of this article that I thought was a good article. Dry, if we can bring this up from the Harbinger. Do you have that one? Thou shall not lie. Are, here's the question that is being asked in this article. Are Christians contributing to the deception of the age, of the hour, by going along with the trans deception, um, lunacy, even tyranny, the insanity. Um, I, 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 just, I just watched an MSNBC hit piece about how the epicenter of the trans fight is in the state of Tennessee because we were one of the first states to be able to ban uh, drag shows uh, where children were present. Now, the law did not ban drag shows, period. It just said you cannot have drag shows in a public property, like a high, uh, library, and you cannot have children present, anybody under the age of 18, adults only, because these are sexually explicit shows. And that, of course, was challenged by a judge. It's now uh, sort of in a temporary hold. But then Tennessee became one of the first, if not the first state, to also ban the gender mutilation. That's what we should be calling it, not gender affirming, gender mutilation surgeries. And we covered this last week where, uh, I don't know, do we saw that image up from um, uh, uh, North Carolina and, and, and uh, the, um, uh, where they were doing two, three, and four-year-olds? Uh, there was that image that we had on our shoulder. Right there. Yeah, that's the one. Remember this one, folks, that we covered last week where University of North Carolina, Duke Health, they're now uh, uh, transitioning uh, and encouraging children as young as two years old to be transitioned, not obviously medically or, or physiologically, but but um, in, in regards to um, the, uh, the, the, the pronouns and the nature and affirming dressing and, 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 and all those things, this is absolute depravity at the highest level of it. It's, it's just pure delusion and insanity. Of course, we know this is demonic. Again, a, a trans spirit, this, this whole spirit is really of the Antichrist. It is against God's word. It is against God's spirit. I'm not saying that an individual person who is identifying as trans is the Antichrist. I'm saying that the spirit, the demonic spirit behind this delusion is the Antichrist spirit because ultimately it is denying who Christ is. It is denying who that person is made in the image of God. It is denying the gender that God assigned to that person at uh, conception, 
uh, it, it is denying all those things. So the article here is talking about that by Christians specifically going along with the concept of pronouns. I go further than that to say it's not just the pronouns. It's the fact that we are not speaking out against this uh, delusion, this depravity, and this push, this, this insanity, which, you know, I do agree, as some people are saying, maybe the culture is fed up with it. Maybe what we saw with Anheuser-Busch and, and, and Dylan Mulvaney or whatever his name was, and, and, and we saw uh, now, uh, we, we see it, I'll, I'll cover just a little bit, now the, the United States Navy because they, they're low on recruiting, is going to have a sailor in drag? This is the condition of, of the United States military as China and Russia are gearing up for World War III? And they have super soldiers, and we have what? Soldiers in drag? You, you, just, you just can't even make this stuff up. But the article is talking about Christians who are believing that it is loving, and you may be one of them, and, and, and this is very personal to us too, because I think I've told you the story that um, I, I experienced this with my um, niece, my brother who lives right here in Knoxville, Tennessee area. Uh, we don't have a relationship. We, we are polar opposites. Uh, of course, uh, I am a Christian, he is not. Uh, but um, he's also extremely liberal, um, and I am a biblical conservative Christian. And, 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 uh, but years ago, his adopted daughter uh, at 14 years old decided that she wanted to transition to a he, and because we would not go along with this and we would not call her by her preferred name as a he, we were uh, disowned by her and... and, and, and uh, have, again, been really ostracized from my family. Of course, I was ostracized for being a Christian. I'm the only person in my family that's saved. But yet, the second aspect of it was because we would not use the preferred pronouns and we would not call her a him. And uh, so this article, which I'll come back to in a minute, is very interesting because it's talking about a specific uh, uh, doctor who, as a Christian, was endorsing the idea that it's okay for Christians in order to show love and meet someone where they're at to use pronouns and then later repent it. Why would they repent? Why would this be an issue? Why do I refuse to be able to go along with, with, with someone's confusion and someone's delusion because ultimately confusion is caused in, or leads to delusion. We know that God is not a God of confusion. The enemy is of confusion, right? So if there's confusion in the mix, then you know Satan is involved. You know that it is a spiritual battle and Satan is involved, folks. We know that. We must understand that. But the Bible has much admonition about lying. Again, I've already covered what I mentioned to you in the book of Exodus and the Ten Commandments. Do not bear false witness. Do not lie. But I want to cover some other verses for you here in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs has much to say as a wisdom book. If we need wisdom on this issue, do we not need wisdom on this issue? How many of you are maybe sitting there watching this going, well, you know, I'm not sure if I agree with you, Sharam. I'm not sure if I agree that, 
that we shouldn't at least affirm it's okay because, hey, what's the big deal if I call a he or a she or uh, if I call a he a they or, or, a, um, or a z or a g or what, whatever other pronouns uh, that we're supposed to use that, you know, they're, they're uh, non-binary and there is no such thing as binary. There is no such thing as two sexes. And so you people, Christians, and again, right now I'm talking about Christians, right? The, the question is, should Christians be doing this? I'm not talking about the world. I'm not talking about the unsaved. I'm not talking about the pagans. I'm not talking about the unbelievers. I'm not talking about those who do not have the Holy Spirit in them. I'm talking about those who are supposed to have the Spirit of God in them who believe that it is okay for us to affirm. Oh, I can affirm the person. I don't necessarily have to agree with their lifestyle, but I can affirm the person. I can affirm the person is indeed homosexual. I can indeed affirm the person is gay. I can indeed affirm the person is bi or is trans. It's okay because if I I can affirm them because if I affirm them, I'm showing I love them, but it doesn't mean I agree with them. Well, by affirming them, by going along with it, are you not in agreement with that delusion, with that confusion? And is that what God would ordain us to do is to go along? It's it's kind of like saying, well, as a former Muslim, it's okay if I go along with the narrative that Muslims believe that they worship the same God as Christians, which of course they do not. If you actually read the Quran, you would know they do not believe that they worship the same God as the Christians do. They believe the Christians were deceived. They follow a false God. So is it okay for me to go along with the Muslim and say, yes, we believe we worship the same God, even if I don't agree with it? Because after all, I'm simply meeting them where they're at. You see the argument? I'm simply meeting them and affirming them where they're at. No, because if I do that, I am deceiving that Muslim. I am deceiving that unbeliever to believing that they're somehow worshiping the right God. Meanwhile, they are not, and they're destined for hell. So here in Proverbs, okay, now let's go to the Word of God, okay? So forget just what I said. Now let's go to the Bible. Let's see what the Word of God says about any form of lying, because after all, Isn't that what it would be? Is this person a she? Let me go back to my personal story. Is my niece now a he? Even though she is doing gender therapy and may or may not have had surgery, I don't know where things are at. Is it now the truth according to God's creation and design that now she is a he? Isn't it it lying for me to agree with this? So Proverbs uh, 12, and it's talking about righteousness and knowledge. And it is talking about um, here about lying. And so in, in verse 22, if you look at this in verse 22, actually, let's start in verse 17, Proverbs 12, 17. He who speaks truth declares righteousness, but a false witness deceit. 
So if you, are, you, if you speak deceit or lie, you're being a false witness. You are being a false witness to that person who is in the midst of confusion and deception, right? The person who is undergoing this trans uh, dysphoria, this trans confusion, is in a state of deceit. And you, according to Proverbs, are now bearing false witness. Then it goes on to say, the truthful lip shall be established forever, but a lying tongue is but for a moment. Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil. So in the heart of a believer, there should be no deceit, right? Our desire, our goal is to not have deceit in our hearts. There should be no mechanism in me that seeks to lie. So deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil, but counselors of peace have joy. Then here's verse 22. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. Wow. Lying lips are an abomination. If my lips intentionally, knowingly speak a lie, then that's an abomination to the Lord and I must repent. It goes on to say, but those who deal truthfully are his, his delight. Proverbs 12, 17 to 22. I mean, that is powerful evidence and conviction. Here you have in Proverbs 13, the next chapter, speaking again of the aspect of falsehood. Verse 5, a righteous man hates lying, but a wicked man is loathsome and comes to shame. So a righteous man hates lying. Then we have in the New Testament, in the book of John, in, cha in uh, chapter 8, verse 44, look at this. Let me get to 44 here. After it talks about the truth shall set you free, right? If you abide in my word, verse 31, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall, in verse 32, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you or make you free. But in verse 44, it says this, speaking of the devil, you are of your father, the devil, and the desires of your heart you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources for he is a liar and the father of it. So Satan is the liar and the father of lies. So if you're engaging in lying intentionally, then you are showing that you are not of the spirit of God. Now again, the question is, as Christians, do we lie? Do we bear false witness? Who here as a Christian can raise their hand and say, I've never lied as a Christian? I hope you won't raise your hand. We have all lied, we have all sinned, 
and fall short of the glory of God. But we're talking about an intentional lie. We're talking about something that's not accidental or in the moment. This is an intentional, conscious lie. You have to think about it. You have to decide. Am I going to go along with this perversion? Am I going to go along with this insanity? So going back to the article, let me go back to the article, Dry. If you can bring it up one more time, please. The article again about thou shalt not lie. Here is what the um, article talks about. And this is written by Ken Ham from Answers in Genesis, right there behind the Ark Encounter, the Creation Museum. Um, he, he recounts the story of Dr. Rosar, Rosar, Rosaria Butterfield. I was reminded of this recently when I saw a column written by Dr. Rosaria Butterfield. Dr. Butterfield, a former women's studies professor and proud lesbian, is now a believer and has actually spoken at past. Answers in Genesis conferences and written excellent articles for our website. So she's spoken at past conferences. And while she, re she rejects the notion of transgender identity, when asked about transgender pronouns in past interviews and Q&As, she had previously advised people in the name of meeting, quote, meeting everyone where they were and doing nothing to provoke insult, to go ahead and use preferred pronouns. But in a recent article that she just wrote, she has, listen to this folks, okay? In a recent article, she recently wrote, she said, why I no longer use transgender pronouns and why you shouldn't either. So she has publicly repented of this practice and is urging others to reject her former advice and if need be, repent before the Lord. Here is what she states and says it is sinful to use transgender pronouns. Using transgender pronouns is a sin against the ninth commandment and encourages people to sin against the tenth commandment. Using transgender pronouns is a sin against the creation ordinance. Using transgender pronouns is a sin against image bearing. Using transgender pronouns discourages a believer's progressive sanctification and falsifies the gospel. Using transgender pronouns cheapens redemption and it tramples on the blood of Christ. Wow, 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 wow. Let me read that one more time. Using transgender pronouns cheapens redemption because again, you're bearing false witness as we read in the Proverbs chapter 12 because you're bearing false witness that Jesus does not have the power by the gospel of, of, of grace and salvation, that he does not have the power to change someone, that he does not have the power to take that homosexual uh, person or person who's identifying as homosexual and, and, and bring them out of the lifestyle of homosexuality and cleanse them and redeem them and make them whole. Unlike, again, what false teacher, false pastor Andy Stanley claims, that homosexuality is like a handicap. You can't ask someone to change who they are. This is a lie from the pit of hell. Um, uh, to, 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 to speak this lie is to bear false witness that Jesus Christ has the power to take that person and bring them out of their confusion, to break lies, to break confusion in Jesus' name by the power of the Holy Spirit and to bring that person into wholeness and sanctity as they were created by God. By giving in, we're bearing false witness 
against the gospel of Jesus Christ. She goes on to say, using transgender pronouns, fails to love my neighbor as myself. Using transgender pronouns, fails to offer genuine Christian hospitality and instead yields the definition of hospitality to liberal communitarianism, identity politics, and, quote, human flourishing. Finally, using transgender pronoun isn't a sin because the times have changed and therefore using transgender pronouns isn't seen sinful today but a morally accepted opinion in 2020. Sin is sin, meaning that sin does not change over time. The Bible defines this as sin. Sin does not lose its evil because of our good intentions or the personal sensibilities of others. Changing cultural forces can bring sin into flesh light as the Supreme Court's Obergefell decision did for me. But a renewed, wow, listen to this. The Obergefell decision is what brought sin into fresh light for her, a former lesbian. But a renewed focus is no excuse for sin and no dodge for repentance, not for a real Christian. And to all of this, we say what? A hearty amen and amen. Thank God for someone who's willing to recognize that I was wrong. I was wrong for encouraging people to, to, to go ahead. We cannot, we cannot go along with a lie. We cannot. It doesn't matter if it's a family member, like in my situation. It doesn't matter if it's a friend, a colleague. It doesn't matter who it is. We are bearing false witness, not only to the person, but before God. Because God created that person as male or female. God created that child as male or female. And oh, woe to us that we are in the time and the era where we are saying it is okay to lie or deceit all in the name of love. This is the same reason why I cannot lie about Islam being a false religion and an antichrist spirit. I cannot lie about ecumenicalism and interfaith and multi-faith and deception. Remember, that's why we have our brand new DVD that will be coming out in June called One World Religion Rising. Contending for Christ against this end time deception. I cannot bear false witness and lie and claim that now Muslims and Christians and Jews all worship the same God. And I cannot bear, fault, bear false witness and, and testify that, oh yes, a he has now become a she, a she has now become a he, or a she has become an it, or a they, or a, or a she, or whatever nonsense and delusion. Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. And Jesus came and spoke the most spoken phrase in the New Testament. The most spoken phrase in the New Testament. I tell you truthfully, verily, verily, right? Truth, truth. As the New King James and the King James says, <clears throat> he testified, verily, verily, I tell you this. Verily, verily, I tell you that. He is the I am. He is the truth. He is the word. And we cannot compromise this message. It doesn't matter how long. 
It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let's go to this next headline, Drea. Purposeful sabotage. It doesn't matter that the U.S. Navy or our government is so deluded that they think that even though um, all four branches of the military are absolutely facing massive recruiting shortages. And so what does the Navy think they're going to do? They're going to create now a recruiting video using a digital ambassador who is a drag queen. That's right. A American um, uh, sailor uh, is now being used. Joshua Kel uh, Kelly, an active duty sailor who identifies as, quote, non-binary and performs by the name of Harpy Daniels. Wow. Um, that this is what, what they're doing. Uh, and, and, and the Pentagon has shown how woke they are. It didn't work well for Anheuser-Busch. It doesn't work well for other corporations. It's not going to work well for our disgraceful United States military. This is a shame and a sham to those who have served this nation, to those who have laid down their lives in this nation, serving our armed forces, serving our military. It is a disgrace to them. It is a disgrace uh, to, to this nation, to our foundation, to our constitution, to our uh, Judeo-Christian heritage. Um, and uh, meanwhile, again, uh, tabletop exercises uh, imagining war with China and the Taiwan Straits have ended with nightmare scenarios. In more than one scenario, the U.S. Navy loses two aircraft carriers and 10,000 sailors upon them. This is according to American Family Network as the Navy is doing these scenarios to see how they would fare in a war with China, in Taiwan, in the China Sea, they fare terribly, horribly. Under the uh, Obiden administration, Navy lectured sailors last year about proper pronoun usage and public confidence in the U.S. And, and, and as public confidence in the U.S. military dropped by 48%. Wow according to the Ronald Reagan Institute, that's down from 70% in 2018 during the Trump uh, administration. And the main reason, people are saying, because of a woke military. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the schools use it. It doesn't matter the Navy uses it. The government uses it. The media uses it. Hollywood uses it. It doesn't matter if your pastor uses it. And I didn't even get a chance to, to get to this particular one. I don't know if you guys saw this one. This was on the Gateway Pundit um, where it was talking about, uh, actually I saw it on, on, on multiple places, but it was talking about, no, Dry, I didn't send this one to you, um, that uh, there was a Catholic church that was claiming that, uh, let me pull, I'll pull it up because I, I got to read this to you, um, that um, the Catholic church in New York, I believe, was claiming God is trans. And so I'll get this article up here. I, I want you to, uh, oh, you, you, you just can't, you can't make up this delusion. Uh, God is trans exhibit at Catholic Church divides parishioners. Some say enough is enough. A progressive Catholic church in New York City divided churchgoers with a new art uh, declaring God is transgender. The exhibit entitled, God is Trans, A Queer Spiritual Journey, oh, Lord help us, was displayed next to the altar at the Church of St. Paul the Apostle in Manhattan on Sunday. Three paintings depicting the queer spiritual journey as sacrifice, identity, and communion. 
Um, you know, it's an abomination. That's all I can say. It's an absolute abomination. So it doesn't matter if Andy Stanley says it. It doesn't matter if the Catholic Church says it. It doesn't matter if the Vatican says it. What matters is the Word of God has told us to not bear false witness and not lie. And that lying, particularly about a person's identity made in the image of God, is bearing false witness. And again, what Dr. Rosaria said so wonderfully, it is bearing false witness to the power of God to transform, to renew, to wash over by the blood of the Lamb, washing over the sins. It is unbelievable. So I'm exhorting you, brothers and sisters in Christ, do not lie. Thou shall not lie. One more time that image, Jariah. Thou shall not lie. Thou shall not bear false witness. I pray the Holy Spirit would convict us. I pray the Holy Spirit would would lovingly and gently lead us to repentance. This is not a horrible thing that we've done. No, we can repent. And we can say, Lord, I, I didn't realize. I wasn't thinking about it. I didn't realize that this is bearing false witness. It is not love. It is not compassion. No matter what you say, if you're standing on the Word of God, guess what? You're going to affront that person. You're going to offend that person who is steeped in this delusion and this confusion of the enemy. It's a spirit, folks. It's a spirit. We need to be praying boldly for that person. Just like I prayed, and my wife has prayed boldly for my niece, for Anna. Pray for Anna, that Anna would turn away from her sin and turn back to Christ. Pray for my brother and his wife. Pray that they would turn away from their sin and repent and turn to Jesus Christ. Call on the name of Jesus Christ to be saved. They won't listen to me because as Jesus says that uh, a prophet is not accepted in his own household, in his own town. I'm not accepted in my own family. I am, as I've joked about many times and, and, and I'm working on a book, I am the white sheep of my family. Not the black sheep, but the white sheep. But it's okay because we're going to testify to the truth. So pray for those. Pray for your loved ones. Pray for your friends. Pray for those you know who are steeped. Pray for our children who are being indoctrinated and gender assaulted. This is warfare against the hearts and minds of our children. Satan hates the woman and the womb and the child. If he cannot kill the baby in the womb, he'll kill the baby outside. He'll destroy the child outside. And what greater destruction than to destroy their identity and who God has made them. All right, let's quickly go to our break. Uh, please, again, visit our website, tilministry.com, tilministry.com. Check out our events calendar. I'll talk about that just in a minute. Also, again, folks, rumble.com, rumble.com slash Ramhadian, rumble.com slash Ramhadian. Please, please, please uh, subscribe and share that link and share the link to our shows. Um, I, I just ask you to do that. Speaking of our events calendar, we are going to be traveling again next week. I am in Minnesota 
for six nights. Minnesota folks, please get our schedule and get it out. It's on our calendar right now. Just go to our events calendar, tilministry.com slash events, or just go to our page and look at the tab at the top. It says events. Um, uh, six nights, Hutchinson, uh, St. Cloud, Ostego, Princeton, Alexandria, and Bemidji. Six cities, six nights in a row. Busy, busy, busy schedule. Pray for stamina. Pray for safety, please, as we travel. Uh, pray for provision. Pray for favor. But we got to wake up Minnesota that has gone full board on this trans uh, delusion. Minnesota that has gone full overboard on the Islamic invasion and deception. Uh, Minneapolis has become the upper house of Islam now. And so pray for that. Then in June, I'll be back in Wisconsin, uh, Idaho, and Montana. Again, a, 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 a six or seven events there. So check out our events calendar. We're working on finalizing those dates. We have a, a conference coming up right here in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee on June the 4th. I'll be speaking at doing everything, having done all you can, stand. The stand conference is about standing in Christ in this hour. Uh, big time speakers will be there, but I'll be there speaking Monday. It'll be live streamed on patriotchurch.us, patriotchurch.us. Um, we had a great meeting last night for our Patriot Network of East Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee Representative Monty Fritz was there. We talked about uh, red flag laws. We talked about uh, central bank digital currency. We talked about abortion, All the everything, everything. It was an incredible meeting. We're hoping to have that archived on our Rumble page in the next day or so. Uh, so check out uh, that as well. Finally, would you prayerfully consider supporting this ministry? We are 100% supported by you, our faithful viewers and prayer partners and supporters. If you would like to make a one-time donation, tillministry.com slash donate, as you see on the screen there, tillministry.com slash donate, secure donation, or you can mail a check. Our uh, mailing address is on the screen, uh, P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. P.O. Box 4523, Maryville, Tennessee, 37802. Please make checks to Truth in Love or Truth in Love Ministry. And then finally, if you want to join us on a monthly commitment, you can commit to our Gideon Army of 300. We're praying for 300 believers. So join our Gideon Army. Pray to uh, support us. And um, go ahead and bring that image up, please, Jariah. Pray to support us and, and, and pray to pray to um, be a prayer partner as well. First and foremost, we just covet your prayers. We know prayer is powerful. God's people praying is powerful. But if you're able to commit to a monthly donation, that's what gives us our budget. That's what helps us to pay for these programs, the live streaming, uh, the text alerts, staffing, and also supports us in travel. Uh, travel costs have more than doubled. Airfare, gas, rental cars, hotels, all those things. But folks, we want to continue to go. So your support helps us to continue to travel where I don't charge. I don't ask for a speaking fee. I don't charge oftentimes. A lot of places are having a hard time. We just want to go and get the message out. So will you prayerfully consider that? All right, let's get back into our program. And Drya, I want to start with uh, King Charles, so-called King Charles coronation. Um, this was... Um, uh, an incredible uh, debauchery, in my opinion. Look at this uh, new article from our friend Leo Homan, 
who says that as Charles was being coronated, go ahead and bring this up, please. Um, a coven of British witches and pagans pledged their allegiance to King Charles, claiming he is very pagan and supportive of their beliefs. Encourage you to go read this article, leohoman.com. You see on the screen there, our friend Leo Homan. Uh, please read it. But here's the actual article from The Sun, which is kind of a tabloid in the, in the UK. But here's the actual article. Can you bring this up, please, here? Um, saying wand, Erfel, of course, it's a play on words about their demonic wands, witches and pagans to perform special ritual for King Charles's coronation. Here's why they're casting spells. And the article goes on to show them in their uh, demonic purple robes, as you see there with their children. Um, and they're claiming that they're casting spells for good weather. Of course, the coronation already happened. And... Um, Here's why. Um, the event was organized by Julie and her coven, the coven of Gaia. Of course, earth worship is Gaia worship. That's why we don't worship, worship the planet. Uh, we don't worship the earth. That's uh, idolatry. It is idol worship. That's a sin against our God. Um, who cl she claims that King Charles has been always been very supportive of the pagan community. We know that King Charles is the head of the Church of England, but to us, he's very pagan in his beliefs too. Um, his mother, the queen, was adopted as a druid in Wales when she was young. The royal family has always been supportive of pagan beliefs. King Charles is very much into saving the family, saving the trees, nature, and that's how we live. So we wanted to include him in the ceremony. And the special coronation ritual took, takes place on Sunday and will involve the witches and pagans gathering in a circle and chanting a dedication to Charles. Uh, now, why did I say that his coronation was demonic? Well, that's one reason. But look at this next article from the NPR. King Charles' coronation will feature Jews, Muslims, and other faiths. In fact, even though Charles is supposed to be the head of the Church of England, that's what he's supposed to be, and yet, um, what is his... Um, coronation, what did he actually say? What did these faith leaders declare? Well, during the ceremony, and this is another article that I'm highlighting here, this article is asking, to which king does a Christian um, give allegiance? To an earthly king or to the king of kings? And we'll talk about the king of kings before we leave today. But... Um, during the ceremony, let me go to this here. Uh, there were Hindu, Muslim, and Buddhist, and Jewish uh, faith leaders. And as he stood before the leaders, they delivered the following greeting in unison. Your majesty, as neighbors in faith, we acknowledge the value of public service. We unite with people of all faiths in thanksgiving and in service with you for the common good. Now, listen, when people came out and said, could, king, could, could Prince Charles, who now is King Charles, could he be the Antichrist? 
Could he be the person of the Antichrist? Because we absolutely believe the Antichrist is alive and well on the earth right now. I absolutely believe that because I believe that's how close we are to the tribulation. And so could he be? Well, I wasn't very sure, but the more that I see how multiple religious faiths are giving allegiance. The Muslims claim that he has uh, bloodline to the Muslims. The, the, the Jews claim that he has bloodline to the Jews. The Christians claim he has bloodline to the Christians. Um, it is incredible to see this spiritual delusion. And then here's the troubling part. Uh, there was an homage earlier in the liturgy which really caused a stir amongst people who take issue with pledging allegiance to an earthly king. It was referred to as the homage of the people and the Archbishop of Canterbury led it by saying, quote, I call upon all persons of goodwill of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland and of all their realms and the territories to make their homage in heart and voice to their undoubted king, defender of all, all who so desire in the Abbey and elsewhere, elsewhere say together, and I'm not going to, I don't want to read, well, I'll read it because I'm not saying this. This is what they said. I swear that I will pay true allegiance to your majesty and to your heirs and successors according to law. So help me God. Wow. And so this is the issue where here you have uh, King Charles, who's the head of the Catholic Church or the, the uh, Church of England, right? He's the head of the Church of England. And yet, I mean, he's supposed to be representing Christianity. That's what his title is in, in, in within a, a, a symbolic nature, right? That, 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 this is supposed to be the divine right of kings. He's supposed to be representing Christ on earth. He's the, uh, the true representative of, of, of Christianity. When the United Kingdom used to be 80-something percent Christian back in the 1970s. And today, for the first time, Christianity is now in the minority. It is no longer a Christian nation by birth. By, or or by, by, by demographics. And now all the paganism and wickedism, and of course Islam, the Antichrist spirit of Islam, taking over the United Kingdom and Western Europe. So, um, what, talk about an abomination and a disgrace to the true king of kings. No earthly person should be swearing allegiance if they're Christian. Let me, let me preface that. If you are a Christ follower, no Christ follower would swear allegiance to an earthly king. Above all? Above all else? No. Because let me tell you something. We have a king. And he is the king of kings. And the king of kings. And I even made an image for us today so you can see this. 
the king of kings, the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the, keep this image up for a second, please, Uriah. He is the king of kings. Let this image be seared in our minds. Because this is the spirit by which man is going to be worshiping the Antichrist. They will bow down and give homage to the Antichrist. Because they have rejected the lion of the tribe of Judah. They have rejected the king of kings. Who is returning, may I add. He's returning to conquer. And he's going to overthrow King Charles. And he's going to overthrow the United Nations. And every nation and every government on this earth will be overthrown. And he will establish his kingdom on earth as it is, it, as it is in heaven. Amen and amen. And he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. We don't pay homage and allegiance to any man. And this is, was what was evil about the divine right of kings and was evil about the monarchy. And this is why our, our forefathers uh, fled Europe to come to, to, to the United States, to come to, this, to the shores of this continent, to be able to freely worship their God and not be bound by law to worship a man as all-knowing king and without sin and without blemish. King Charles is a globalist. King Charles is a climate delusionist. King Charles, if he's not the Antichrist, King Charles is going to be part of this system that will be the one world government, one world economy, one world religion. He is of that system. The royal family is of that system. Stop celebrating and getting giddy over the monarchs. And let's get serious about our Christian faith and our Christian walk. And no, this is not just tabloid newspaper like with the sun. This is demonic, folks. Witches are real. Spells are real. Demons are real. Demonic possession is real. Demonic oppression in Christians is real. Not possession, but oppression in Christians is real. Unclean spirits are real. You need to cleanse your home. You need to cleanse your property. You need to prayer walk and anoint your doors and your windows. Anoint your children. Anoint your home. Anoint your finances. Anoint your health and plead the blood of the Lamb over your home as the days are getting darker and more demonic. Remember, I covered this a few shows ago that we're not in, in post-spirituality. We're in hyper-spirituality, a form of godliness but denying the very power thereof because we are seeing the new age, the demonic, the hyper-spirituality, Wiccanism and witchcraft has been normalized. Um, uh, uh, false religions are being normalized and transgenderism is being normalized. And yes, though I believe that the Ameri that, that a majority of the 50 plus percent of the American people are getting sick and tired of this trans ideology in our faces and the whole LGB uh, with the T being the trans plus 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 and, 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 
and uh, my friend Pastor Ken Peters said something profound Sunday during his sermon. He said that you know that the plus, what the plus stands for, the plus is for pedophilia. That's where the end game is. Again, it's all about destroying children. It's all about sex trafficking. It's all about the children, folks. Satan ha hates children. Satan ha hates the seed of the womb. I got to finish uh, just quickly talking about Iran. I just want to ask you to please pray for Iran. There is much going on. Quick headlines here uh, for Iran. Let me get to some of these here very quickly. Um, for some reason, I lost my internet here very, very quickly. Um, let's go, first of all, to, no, that one there, Dry. No, that one, you know, no, keep going right there. Um, Iran is uh, killing its people every day, increasing execution of dissidents. As we covered for you uh, back in September of 2022 with the killing of Mahsa Amini, the young woman, um, there has been an absolute movement of the people. It is a true revolution. It is a true movement of the people. Even the military is trying to side with the people. The police are trying to side with the people. The Iranian government continues to bring outside forces, particularly Arab militias from outside to do their bidding, to do their massacres. They are massacring the Iranian people, according to the Jerusalem Post. This is talking about the fact that uh, executions are increasing weekly uh, and even in public. Um, this week, Iran killed two men accused of blasphemy. According to a recent report, Iran is one of the world's top executioners when it comes to the death penalty. A report at TRT noted that Iran has killed at least 203 prisoners this year alone. Um, then the other article that I um, was covering for you was, let me go to this article, uh, Dry, where's the article? Uh, no, that, no, that one there. Islamic Republic, uh, this is the same, same headline, uh, hang two men, and this is not for homosexuality, but hang two men for desecrating the Quran and insulting Muhammad. Sadrullah Fazeli Zaire and Yusuf Mehradad were hanged in the morning, having previously been convicted over, quote, insulting Prophet Muhammad and burning the Quran. Um, this is what happens, folks, when you're in an Islamic Sharia-controlled government like what's going to happen in America, folks, like what's going to happen in Minnesota and Michigan and other places. They're going to criminalize any insult of Islam, even if it's factual, any citing of, 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 of the Quran. Uh, they're going to say, no, this is like, like they have in the United Kingdom. You can't cite the Quran. It's hateful speech. Look, this is hateful speech. This book should be banned, not what we say from it. Or if you cite Sharia law, the Islamic law, reliance of the traveler, the sacred law uh, of Islam here. Nope, that's criminal. You can't do that. You can't say that's where they want to go, folks. And if they had, if the enemy had it their way, we and if we were governed by Sharia, this is why we must oppose Sharia law. So many of our videos on our website try to expose what Sharia law is. This is what Sharia law does. If you uh, commit what is called blasphemy or uh, slander of Islam or Muhammad or the Quran, it is a death sentence. And that's why I have death threats on my life, not only because I'm an apostate of Islam, because I left Islam, but also because I slander Islam. I speak about what Islam truly is. It is an antichrist spirit. It is not peaceful. It is violent and hateful and demonic. Um, and Muslims need Christ. They need to be boldly preached to and shared with and prayed for. 
And then one other um, uh, article here that's so sad, it breaks my heart. Iran, improv- uh, the, the, in Iran, that's not the one, Drya, I- I- impoverished uh, Iranians are selling their organs. Iran's economy has fi- fallen so badly, uh, the real, their currency, has lost 95% of its value in the last six years. 60% of Iranians now live below the poverty line. Another 20% live in extreme poverty. Their country is ruled, of course, by corrupt, the elite, the mullahs, the ayatollahs, who are evil, consisting of both theocratic and military rule. Um, they've taken billions of dollars that, that uh, belong to the people. Uh, Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khomeini controls a business empire worth $95 billion dollars. Uh, how much of that does he actually own? We don't know. But now people in Iran, this is horrific. Horrific. The Islamic Republic of Iran's corruption plague economy coupled with political mismanagement is compelling Iranians to sell their vital organs. Wow. This is incredible. Organ trafficking has become a major problem with people selling kidneys, liver, cornea, bone marrow, sperm, and ovum out of poverty. The Iranian daily paper uh, Jahan-e-Sanat says that on Thursday, middlemen sent prospective donors to neighboring countries such as the United Arab Emirates, Turkey, and Iraq to sell their body parts for between $7,000 and $15,000. Breaks my heart. Breaks my heart. It's heartbreaking. It's grieving. Um... Please pray for the people of Iran. Pray for the Christians that are there. They're already under great persecution. Now they're under poverty, financial persecution, let alone the spiritual and physical persecution. Lord, help them. This is a time for us to stand our ground faithfully. Times are getting harder. Persecution is increasing. But folks, our Lord is faithful. Our Lord is worthy. Our faith is everything. The Word of God must be everything to us. Do not lie. Do not bear false witness. Stand faithfully. Abide in the Lord. And speak the truth in love. And let the truth set people free. That's what we need an awakening for. We need an awakening for bold Christians who are not going to placate to this trans insanity. Who are not going to placate and be deceived by the evil of the day by every wind of doctrine, scheming of men, trickery of men, who are not going to be easily swayed from abandoning their faith. I won't do it. Will you join me? For me and my family, we will serve the Lord. How about you? How about for you and your family? How about for you and your home? Serve the Lord. And trust that as we speak the truth in love, there's power. It may not make sense in the moment. Oh, but I'm offending the person. But there's power in the gospel. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the blood of the Lamb. And one more time, with this image, the King of Kings is coming back. The King of Kings is coming back. And let him find a faithful church, a faithful remnant who is occupying until he comes. This is Pastor Sharam Hayden. 
I pray you have a blessed week, a faithful week. May the Lord bless you and make his face shine upon you. And may he show you favor and grace and kindness as we show our faithfulness. We'll see you Thursday night, 8 o'clock Eastern, for our next Truth Today show. God bless.